0: I'm speaking to Bianca Ortiz-Wurtheim, Wurzheim is the new Secretary of Homeland Security. And welcome to Women's Focus.
1: Thank you so much. I'm really delighted to be on. Well, I've been wondering
0: what it's like and what you feel about moving from the federal level to state level. Because even though you've been involved with New Mexico issues, it's been on a federal level. So how is that?
1: You know, it's, it's helpful to have that background. Almost 12 years with Senator Tom Udall as his state director and then his chief of staff. And so, you know, the, the work that I did with the senator and the team and the whole Udall team was all about connecting at a local level and making sure that we were responsive and that we were listening and so bringing that knowledge and that experience to this position has been really helpful. Of course, I'm learning a lot and listening a lot to the experts here in emergency management and that's been been really great, but now that we are we've been activated, it's kind of a formal official term. We've been activated and we are dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic as everyone is, but at this level our role is to really support the state and and work with our federal partners so it's almost like there isn't much of a difference in some ways but there is also a very large difference but i think that connecting the dots is helpful having the relationships at the federal level is exceptionally helpful and so i think that the the transition is you know I'm of course drinking out of a fire hose, learning all of the <laughs> a lot of the new the new work, but it I think that there is a little bit of of a relief that I do have those relationships and I do have a little bit of the knowledge of the federal system, but also I mean I I know New Mexico like the you know like yeah. the back of my hand mm-hmm. because of that work,
0: but I imagine that if you need to call Washington then you know who to call and you know how to go about that system.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, one of my philosophies or, I guess, kind of professional challenges that I've tried to do over the years, whether I've worked for the city of Albuquerque or for Governor Richardson or for Senator Udall, has been i like to be able to answer, get an answer for constituent with three phone calls. And I think that because of that, you know, my ability to – or my knowledge of my contacts and also the ability to ask questions and know who to call for the questions, I think that matters. You know, Mm -hmm. I think my my relationships with with our federal delegation, with the various committee structure on the Hill is also helpful. The state is – under Governor Lujan Grisham – is an impressive, she has done, with her administration, has done an impressive thing by making sure New Mexicans are safe. You know, our transmission rate is getting lower, um, and she has been able to focus on testing. And so, you know, being able to follow her lead and her vision, I think, is something that we are all as new mexicans just kind of working towards and that includes working with the federal the federal delegation oh right okay it must mm-hmm. well
0: i realized when i was thinking about talking to you that i talked to someone from homeland security a number of years ago but i'm not exactly sure what areas homeland security covers exactly for instance does it cover immigration and tell me
1: exactly what it does in terms of on the state level well the, the position is homeland security and emergency management and so what we do is we really are we are a supportive agency and we work with you know we have the emergency operations center here we work to coordinate with our federal partners who are the customs and border patrol agents who are on the border and so we will work on the New Mexico side to make sure that we're supporting our agencies, our our Department of Health, our Human Services, our state police. And, you know, we have certain directives that allow us to respond. Right now it's fire season. And so, you know, we have to stay in touch and, and lean forward and help see if we can help our emergency managers. So – Our agency is there to also in a big way to, you know, make sure that we're working with our local communities so they can apply for grants from the federal government. So we work very closely with FEMA, with the Federal Emergency Management Association. And we, whether it's, you know, flooding that has happened during monsoon season, a lot of our, a lot of our um, small communities and our state, when there's an emergency declaration, they have to get reimbursed for expenses that they've spent on um, repairing culverts, bridges, historic sites, um, religious sites. I mean, these are culturally sensitive sites. And so we have to, we have an entire group in this department who will work with our local communities to help them apply and um recuperate some of those costs from those federal grants. Boy, so there's a lot. Yeah, I'm learning a lot every day and uh <laughs> and what's amazing is that there's just, you know, of course people who choose to work in government, you know, they they want to be great at doing good. And in this in particular here, they want to do great at doing good for New Mexico. And so, you know, it's it's pretty cool to 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 learn from folks who have done it from anywhere between, you know, folks have been in this business from 30 years to eight months, and every one of them have a spark in their eyes when they talk to me about their work, and oh, really? you know that excites me. Oh yeah, it really excites me. Well, then my other question, of course, was as a
0: woman becoming the secretary. Do you have any resistance to that? Are are people thinking that this is a job that isn't for women or you can't really control all the people that need to be controlled?
1: Um, You know, it's interesting. When I went to uh, Capitol Hill to be the senator's chief of staff, the real uh, secret there was the sisterhood amongst the Senate chiefs. And, of course, the House chiefs who, you know, but our Senate chiefs, whether either in Republican or Democrat, I mean, you really did have a um some great allies. And there when when, you know, there was always a perception or assumptions when I would walk into the room or something that, you know, they didn't were, expect a woman.
0: You were but the also secretary were, or
1: something. I was a, yeah, I was, well, I was, yeah, and I was chief of staff, but also I was the, um, second Latina in the history of the U.S. Senate to be a chief oh, of staff. Wow. And, and so that coming from New Mexico was really an interesting position because there was, you know, just, yeah, you know, a lot of, of, um, a lot of learning for me to kind of learn the, the, the culture of the hill and, and the work, but I think that the, you know, coming from New Mexico, it was, um, maybe I wouldn't say easier, but it wasn't because I, you know, you're used to seeing for years, I, you're used to seeing women, um, his Latinas, Native American, you know, uh, who, who are in positions of power in New Mexico. Representative Cheryl Williams Stapleton, I mean, she, has been one of, you know, the whip in, I think she's still the whip on the state of New Mexico for um, the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have always seen women in power. And so going to the Hill, there was such an interest in having someone, um, having a Latina be a chief of staff in the Senate, because it was rare and not common. And so coming to New Mexico, kind of fast forward now as a secretary There, you know, Michelle has, governor, Luhan Grisham, has done such a great job of building a cabinet that is representative. And so, being a woman in this position, I have not seen or felt any level of, of, uh, of, you know, except for acceptance. And, um, you know, and I think it's because people are, interested in moving this agency forward. So, but it is day, day 11 in the job. There aren't many <laughs> <laughs> not many women. There's not many women I don't in emergency management and uh and homeland security, but I am uh, going to do my best to reach out to those who are there and uh oh, and learn good. from them.
0: Good. It must feel a little bit like coming home then.
1: Oh my Gosh, it's so cool. Oh, man, you know, I am so blessed because working with, you know, Senator Udall and and our New Mexico team at, you know, we were always working for New Mexicans. And, you know, in our D.C. office, we have a lot of New Mexicans. And, you know, we have also on the Hill a really great organization with the New Mexico State Society. So we were pretty spoiled as New Mexicans because, we do tend to provide a safety net and 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 help one another in DC. And you know, being working for a New Mexico office, yeah. I mean, I was always connected to New Mexico, and we still, of course, you know, we're here and have a lot of family here. But but being home and being able to, you know, turn on the radio and listen to KUNM and <laughs> and know the the schedule. Uh, for the, the programming is pretty exciting, even though I did learn, um, to, to say, okay, Google, play K-U-N-M. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Wherever I am, I will do that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, but, yeah. Anyhow, yeah, I love being home. I love I love the 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 earth. I love the colors. I love the dimensions. Um, I you know I I but I you know don't in any way um, forget that you know being able to walk into our nation's capital and walk in walk you know on a morning run, be able to you know run past the Supreme Court. Um, you know, I'm a, a girl from Nambe, New Mexico, and uh I, that I would have never dreamed would have happened.
0: I yeah. oh, I loved that the vision that you you give. When I did talk to a person from Homeland Security, what I learned about was that Homeland Security is always on at the ready and that there are places around the state where people go in case there's an emergency and it must be difficult to have that always be the case that you always have to be ready for an emergency.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it, it, but, you know, the the motto of the agency is of course building resilient New Mexico and part in a lot of, and part of that of course is the preparedness and that's, when you work in public service um, you're you're always on call that's what you do uh, and so this is definitely at a a different level, but even at, in a Senate office you're on call because it's your job to figure out what kinds of resources the local community needs, what kinds of resources does the state of New Mexico need you know when when you know, just recently, we were working on the CARES Act, the package that was, and and one of the issues we, of course, worked on with, of course, Senator Udall being ranking member on the Committee of Indian Affairs is, you know, making sure that the voices of Indian country were included. And I think bringing that experience and that knowledge and that lens with me to this job is really important. Indian country needs to Needs to have many voices working with them and, and understanding their sovereignty and understanding that we are, uh, you know, in a supportive role. And, um, and so you have to have, you know, my, my interest is making sure that I am accessible and that my, our staff here at the Homeland Security Emergency Management is accessible to those phone calls and to the needs and requests. But you, but yeah. you really. So you really can
0: carry over some of the contacts or most of the contacts, it sounds like, that you already had from your work before. So I can see that that wouldn't be such a big shock. I, I just was thinking that for me to have that hanging on my head would be difficult, but it sounds like not so for you.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we've also been in contact with a lot of the state agencies when I, you know, on the flip side. Um, you know, making sure that, that, you know, the questions that the state has, you know, we were representative of, of that when we were trying to work with FEMA and work with HHS and the CDC, you know, being able to facilitate those questions and make inquiries for, um, two agencies, you know, is part of my, part of my experience and background with regards to how my federal service will translate to this current service. Well, that sort of leads to another
0: question that I had, which was your philosophy about dealing with emergencies. And I imagine that you must have talked to Governor Michelle Luhan Grisham about what her philosophy is. But it sounds like you've already you're already saying a little bit about what your philosophy is which is to listen to people but let's go beyond that and think about how you will deal with emergencies that affect the state
1: um you know i think that it's leaning forward right i mean we are here to serve the public and so the customer service that we as an agency provide to our fellow agencies, to our local community, to our emergency managers, to county governments. It's, you know, a lot of times they will come to us, but I would love, you know, to make sure that we're going to them and asking questions and, and, you know, making sure they, they know that we're, we may not have all the answers, but by golly, we're going to, you know, get their questions and find out what we can learn. So that they can react and respond to whatever emergency they're dealing with. So my philosophy would be about customer service would be about leaning forward to response in an emergency. And you know, very important is to listen to the experts. You know, they will also drive that will drive that response. And so putting the two together will, I think, make us really strong and support I think the governor's philosophy, and that's how she has shown. I think the state and the nation that this is, you know, when you are reacting quickly and and leading with with love, and for the state, you're gonna get you're gonna get stuff done. You know, being a New Mexican, I love dichos as many of us do, and you know, one of them is uh, that I like to. Always recite is amor con amor se paga. So amor con amor se paga. And that is leading with love. Love is repaid with love. Mm. And so that's kind of a philosophy as well is that what we're doing is out of love for our state, out of love for our people. And, um, and I think that will carry our decisions, will carry our actions. And, uh, it's our responsibility. Have you thought at all and talked at all with the Governor about
0: how to deal with whether the with the federal government if it's not there? we've seen with the coronavirus that the the federal government just really didn't step up to organize things very well and take take command, and the states had to step in and do it. And have you had any discussions or had any thoughts about that?
1: Um, yeah, I think that there's, you know, we've had conversations with the governor even before I was in this position from since she became governor. And and it's really, I mean, we are really lucky to have Governor lehan Grisham in, in the spot that she's in because her experience as county commissioner, her experience as secretary of health, her experience as a Congresswoman, with her committee assignments that she had, you know, she is able to maneuver those two worlds and of state and federal, and knows, you know, it's important to know the structural of, structure of federal government, and it's important to know what questions to ask, and also not it's scrutinizing the, the answers, and I think that's a really important piece is not taking, not so much no for an answer, but also helping, working as a partner with the federal government to develop their, you know, their mode of responding and their and their policies. This is new to everybody. There is no, you know, there is maybe a small template or playbook out there. This pandemic has changed the way, thing, and, you know, and I hope it changes a lot, but it is... It is, it was upon the state to figure out how to, to help the people. And, um, Michelle, the governor just did a remarkable job coordinating all of the agencies and working with the federal government to, to get us what we needed. And if they couldn't step up, having someone like the governor know how to how to you know really move the state forward, I mean she just again it was it was about helping the federal government help us and <laughs> uh and and she you know she really was able to 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 do that and, and you know I heard at one point that. You know, the states, it was like hunger games out there with the states competing against the states. And, and it's that, that has definitely slowed down. But, you know, she, she did not, she did not take no for an answer. She knew exactly that testing was important. She knew early on that it was a pandemic and she responded, um, very quickly and acted very quickly. And her team with the secretary Kunkel and, and secretary Scrace, and all of the others, I mean, they just really worked exceptionally hard to, to make sure that, that they were asking the right questions, that they were not taking, you know, they were scrutinizing those answers. And, and then at the end of the day, looking at a model for New Mexico that wasn't cookie cutter. Well, I think it's kind
0: of interesting. I hadn't thought of it in that way that it seems to me that what you're saying is, if the federal government doesn't respond with what you need, you just keep asking the questions and going to different people and until they do, you just make it so that they do. You don't say, you know, I'll pack up my
1: gear and go home. Well, I mean, you, we, you need the, the you know, you need the federal government to step up. You need the federal government to, to be responsive. And I think, you know, but as a state, you also have a lot of, you know, a lot of authority to, to get things done. But you really, you, especially a state like New Mexico, you really do need the federal government engaged. And so it's, it's almost like a, a, a two track kind of going in the same direction where you're working with the federal government and, and helping them. Pay attention and giving them direction and guidance and, and information that will help them make decisions. And it's not pretty. It's not guaranteed. But at the same time, you can't wait. You have to react and you have to go forward and you have to make decisions. And, you know, at the end of the day, those two, you know, trains have to work together. Mm -hmm. And, um, but that's, that's the way the governor reacted. She reacted pulling the federal government towards decisions and policy that needed to happen, but at the same time moving forward and doing what she had to do to protect the state.
0: The only time that I've really had um, connection with Homeland Security has been for human trafficking in that area. And I know that the federal Homeland Security as well as the state works on human trafficking have you had a chance to find out anything about what the state is doing or what the department is doing about human trafficking have you had it? I know you've you've only had a few days in office but have you worked on that at all
1: um, not yet but I know that New Mexico has been a leader in in that and, and this is just from my work on the federal you know with the in the Senate office Is that we have worked with New Mexico, whether it's through the, you know, the attorney general's office in the past, but you know, and also with the public safety component and of course with our, you know, victims and organizations is, is that there is a very strong presence and just good work that is happening in New Mexico and it has for many years, but right now, As far as with the, uh, Homeland Security and Emergency Management Agency, that is something that I'll be, I'll be learning, looking forward to learning about more. And I assume that you haven't been able to go around the state, that you haven't
0: had time and you haven't, and you've been constricted as everyone has from doing that. Could you tell me anything about your plans for the future about when you might be able to go around the state or do you not have a sense of that?
1: Well, I mean, right now I think we just have to keep it in almost in like modules where the goal is to help the the governor and the administ you know to reopen the state safely. And so, however we can provide that support, that's what we're going to do. But absolutely, my you know, when I you know, my goal is to get around to all the counties and to you know. Work on the, my relationships and connection with our local emergency responders and communities. Um, that is really important. And it's, and it's also just a ton of fun to, you know, get out there and, and, and drive around. But right now we're, you know, as you know, there could very well be a time to get out to maybe a hot spot or, uh, with regards to an emergency. But, um, I'm learning the staff here in the in the office and learning their roles and responsibilities, and taking time to you know do that as best I can while also responding to the pandemic and so right now it's it's uh, in the office a little bit more than um but in the future, definitely getting out
0: mhm,
1: well, it just sounds like you have so much on your plate
0: but it sounds so interesting the way you're tackling things and what you're bringing to the office. I I think it can't help but further the efforts in New Mexico, and I really appreciate your taking the time to tell us about it. Oh, absolutely. I went to the website, and there isn't very much about the Secretary's office there, contact with the Secretary's office, but why don't you tell listeners, How to get in contact with Homeland Security and how they can find out more about what you're doing.
1: Um, Sure. The uh, New Mexico Department of Homeland Security and Emergency Management, we are located in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And um, we are actually on the same campus. We share the campus with the New Mexico National Guard. And so we um, can be reached at 505-476-9600. So we will make sure to have a little bit more information on our website in the future.
0: Well, I really thank you for sharing that information with us. And is there anything else you want to add?
1: I'm just really, uh, excited about being here to help and at this time. And, um, you know, it's, uh, the, the, Cabinet that the governor has built—they're just—they've uh, been so welcoming, and there's just been a really great level of support from from all of the secretaries and directors, and so um, I'm looking forward to this this incredible journey.
0: Well, it's great to hear that, and I certainly can't argue with that with the women secretaries that I've talked to so far. So, thank you for adding to that list of women secretaries we've heard from on Women's Focus.
1: And have you spoken to Secretary Lynn Trujillo? No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. So she is truly amazing. She has been such a great advisor for me. She is the Secretary of Indian Affairs and have shown such an incredible leadership, and she is incredibly talented. Good. I'll do that. Well, congratulations. Thank you.